Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangout. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week is my brother Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro's Creative Tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody, hanging out in the Discord chat room. If you'd like to join us during the show, you can shout us out, ask questions, start up some banter on the live broadcast chat room channel inside of our Discord. If you'd like an invite to that, the URL for that is discord.gg slash Adafruit. Take a moment to welcome everybody to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you may be. Thanks for tuning in. We got some fun, fun things to share today. Some new things. Shout outs to everybody hanging out. We got Rolves on the YouTube chats. We got Juan, got DeWester, Mr. Certainly Bruce. We got Andy Calloway, Stuart Riggs, and more Terabyte, Tigerbyte. Thank you all for joining. Yeah, sorry, I had, I had to hit the record. We're recording the, the thing. <laughs> all right, I'm going to start with the housekeeping stuff. So let's get started with freebies. <laughs> Bear with us as the image loads. It may or may not load. It's probably being updated. Yeah. It looks like there's an update there too. Might some be of the free update. stuff. So, so come back later tonight or this evening to see the different updated tiers. Um, from last week, we didn't have an update. For orders that are $99 or more, you'll get a half-size Permaproto. That's that lovely half-size breadboard. For orders that are 149 or more, you'll get the breadboard plus a randomly selected stomach QT board. If you have an account with Adafruit, we'll make sure you don't get the same one twice. And for orders that are $200 or more, you get the stomach QT board, the free Permaproto, and free ground shipping in uh, the continental US only. But that's the update to the freebies. Um, they get automatically added to your shopping cart as you check out. So don't worry about adding codes or anything like that. And there we go. All right. Newsletter happens once a week. This is focused on products. If you'd like a newsletter um, focused on products, go to adafruit.com newsletter and subscribe. Nobody gets automatically subscribed because we don't really spam folks that way. So if you want that, you kind of have to work for it. We have daily newsletters as well for different various categories, such as Python and hardware. So you can check that out at adafruitdaily.com. It's not tied to your account or anything, so you have to opt-in to be subscribed. And if you're looking to share your CircuitPython or Python-related projects, you can tag anyone of us on the Discord server or on Twitter and socials. Um, you can at CircuitPython or at Amberella, wherever, um, whatever social media you like to, to mess with um, to get your stuff featured in the newsletter. I need a better banner for that because it's nice that there's over 9,000 people subscribed to this newsletter and it's a great uh, platform to kind of share either your project or products that are CircuitPython or Python related. There we go. Jobs board is available at jobs.adafruit.com. So if you are in the market for a new gig or a new employer or someone to help you with your projects, you can post them up on the jobs form. So check those out. There are some good ones out there. On the contest front, the Halloween Hackfest, sponsored by DigiKey and Adafruit, powered by Hackaday.io. <laughs> you can uh, check those out. Um, let's see, I have a link over here. You can check the link in the description of the video. Um, the, the, there's still plenty of time to get your projects submitted to the, to the contest to win some, um, some DigiKey um, credits. 
the end date for this one is October 11th, 2021, and that's a Monday, so you can check them out. There's some new submissions going on, so if you, you don't want to participate, but you'd still like to get inspired by some Halloween-esque projects, you can check out the submissions um, and check it out. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Visaiha is saying that their project is featured in this week's uh, newsletter. Awesome. Excellent. That's so great to see. I'm so glad you, uh, you got it featured out there. Yeah. Very cool. All right. And that's the, uh, the Halloween Hackfest sponsored by Digikey Native Fruit. I think that's uh, almost everything. Yeah, and they also worked on the, one of the Uncanny Eye pendants is uh, the project that's featured in there. Super cool. Very Definitely cool. uh, the good, um, the, the time of the year, good theme. Excellent. Um, I think that's it for the housekeeping. So thanks, everybody. Making sure I got all the links and all of the chats. Yeah. And then, let's see. Yes, someone was asking, Walden was asking about the Snapchat glasses. Yeah, they're just on Amazon and get the version two. They're like GoPros. You can go swimming with them. Are they still $130? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good price for a camera that you can wear on your head. Yep, and you can get the prescription glasses with the translation lenses and the, what is it, the, well, the water resistance. So there's no, the hy mm. hy hydroscopic. That's right, you can go in the water with them. Yeah. It's really fun. Get some Really good way to get shots, shots of your kids. Yeah, or other your kids or your family's kids <laughs> all right well that's very fun um let's go ahead and jump into this week's project super cool exciting yeah launch it, of whippersnapper which is an adafruit io uh sort of like it's a layer on top of adafruit io yes. it's a it's Plug a nice play. interface that allows you to um just click around to get some iot wi-fi enabled boards um with some kind of basic projects um so Very, door alarms or just any sort of sensor that can do email triggers or other various triggers. Um, so sh huge shout out to the whole IO team for a very smooth release. It was in beta for a little bit. I think it might, maybe it still is in beta, but y'all can check it out because the learn guide, the quick start guide is out and published. So you can check that out to get your hardware, um, you know, Start playing it around. Yeah. Play it out, some, some of the words. So check it out, it's very, very fun. We have a demo here. And so check out the learn guide. Pedro will put a link in the description and all the chats. But again, it's an interface on top of Adafruit IO. It is free. It's, if you have an Adafruit IO account, uh, you can uh, click on those links and, and install the firmware on your hardware. So let's take a look at the device page. Uh, for free Adafruit IO accounts, you have up to two boards right now we have support for uh, all of these boards here. I'm just clicking here. So all of these boards here, the ESP32, the ESP32-S2, the MagTag, the Pi Portals, and any of the SAMD51 boards with an airlift, or the Funhouse, they are all supported out of the box, which is really, really fun. 8266 support coming soon. Yeah, the 8266 is a pretty popular ESP board, and that is uh, still in development. But these are the main... Uh, heroes of the, of the, of the, what can I say? <laughs> Help me out with words, Pedro. 
Uh, one of the top ones that was super easy to use, especially because Supported of hardware, sorry. having the Stemma cables on there. So it makes it solderless. If you want to go that route, you can, of course, uh, pick one like the Huzzle and uh, solder on any pin pins that you want to. For sure. All right, so once you have the firmware downloaded and installed, which we've is literally a drag that. and drop to install that. Super easy to do. Okay. If you follow the learn guide, it will walk you installing Whippersnapper on the various hardwares for the ESP32-S2. It's done over web serial, which is really, really fun. It's done over the Chrome browser. There's a little GIF to show you installing it on the Pi port, or you just drag and drop the UF2 file. If you are familiar with installing CircuitPython, that's pretty much the same type of deal. It's a drag and drop thingy, which is really cool. And this walks you through setting up your credentials, your little secrets file, so that it can connect to your Wi-Fi network. And then from there, you're going to do a little bit of extra um, setup. It doesn't look, hopefully it doesn't look intimidating to you because it is a one-time deal. Once you've set it up, you're ready to go and you're ready to start with your projects. So once you have installed the firmware on your hardware, it'll show up automatically in your little dashboard. So this is my Whippersnapper Boards device page. I'm going to click on, I'd rather the device list because you can have multiple devices. We have our MagTag set up already. It even tells us that, we're, that we need to update our firmware so this can keep track of the, your hardware's firmware, which is super excellent. So I need to update that after the show. So let me click on that. We have two components. A component is something that you can just click on and assign it. Let's say I want to assign this relay. I can click on the relay. I can give it a nice name. And then, because it knows what the hardware is, it tells me the pins that are available on my device. In this case, it's the MagTag. So I have a few buttons, and I have some, uh, some D pins that I'm already using, which is why they're grayed out. So let me hit cancel on that and show you the power strip. So I have a power strip that's literally behind us. And if I click on, it turns it on. It's amazing. No code was needed to set this up. It was all done through this interface. So if you've ever done an I.O. project, you know you have to set that stuff up in your code. There's no code here because that's what Whippersnapper is. On top of that, you can create a dashboard so you can tie this into the dashboard. So if you have a really nice graphical one, you can have a giant switch like this and just use that. You can see how instantaneous it is. It is so fast. Even you between can, different devices, you can see it update like which is so great. fast. So Pedro, on his laptop or on his, his mobile device, he can uh, access it anywhere, which is really cool. So. And you can do more than one. As you can see in the dashboard, we have a uh, read switch also hooked up. So we can have some detection of like when a door opens, say you don't want your child going into one of the rooms. Yeah, keep your Bam. eye right here. Open, closed, open, closed. And you can add that to a dashboard um, by following the, you know, mm -hmm. clicking on the dashboard and picking one. I have a few of them, so that's why I don't have one set up. But yeah, you can, yeah, you can see it right here. So each of these components will show up in your device page, which is our little mag tag here. And uh, you have some nice links like documentation or uh, the learn guide for the mag tag. But again, you click on new component. We're adding more components throughout the I don't know, month, <laughs> mm -hmm. but there are more components. Um, I2C coming Yeah, I2C is up. being worked on. So all the sensors that you know, all the STEM AQT sensors will be supported at some mm -hmm. point. And yeah. I'd love to have NeoPixel support. But for now, these are your kind of basic components for getting, excuse me, for getting started. Um, yeah, these were a lot of fun. That water sensor is going to be a really, really well used one. Yeah. But yeah, that is the, uh, the demo for Whippersnapper. Yeah, especially since the uh, cost for setting one of these up, it's literally just the board, the sensor, so it's about 20 bucks 
for having an internet connected alert when you have like a leak in your basement or something like that. And uh, not only can it detect that, but you can hook it up with um, a uh, tune, mm -hmm. like say a BME or something to uh, detect uh, other, you know, variables in the environment. Can we make it so that, this is sort of a random thing, can we make it so that when the door switch is open, it turns the light on? I did give him a suggestion to uh, Can we do that some, right now? At least some CSS type things to, uh, uh, for uh, viewing. Oh, could, you meant like have a trigger. Right, can we do Triggered that? by something else. Uh, I don't know. That's funny. It's a nice New suggestion trigger. though. <laughs> it's a reactive trigger. If the yeah, door switch is, I think one or, I think Greater zero one. or one. And this it's is how you uh, set up the trigger for uh, having uh, messages pushed through email. And then, uh, yeah. Or you can have it I'm have a custom I'm going off hook. the script here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's possible, but that's a good idea. I'll, yeah. I'll, re I'll relay that to Brent and see if that's a, uh, that, that would be a, uh, that would, anyway, forget I said that either. <laughs> One of the uh, uh, funny comments uh, from Bruce is that uh, Idvidio is like an onion and has many layers. Yeah. <laughs> It makes you cry too sometimes. Puns about onions. <laughs> you get too close, you start crying. <laughs> All right, well, sorry about that, that weird idea. No, that's super I, yeah, uh, but, fast way to hook up. Right. Especially when you have the project in mind, uh, you want to get that you know, set up. You don't want to sit there and spend time coding mm -hmm. and debugging things because uh, obviously there is guides on how to set this up without Whippersnapper. And you can see it's you know, a couple pages long on setting up your I.O. credentials, your, your SSDI, like setting all that stuff up. This makes it super easy. Um, all of that info in the circuit files, you literally just type that in and it sends all of that over to your Adafruit I.O. account. So for the, for, the, for the Feather Huzzah ESP32, we have it set up so it uses that same door switch, right? Mm -hmm. It says it's open, but we actually have a working trigger and that trigger is whenever the door switch is greater than zero, meaning it's open, it will give us an email. So that is a good look at, hey, the triggers are set up, but you're gonna get a, a very limited amount of triggers right now. So it's right now it's just for emails. This will be um, something added as the devs work on it. Mm -hmm. I could have said that better, sorry. But anyway, you can see here, this is the trigger that we have set up for our ESP32, huzzah. It emails us whenever it senses the door trigger has been opened. So there you go. And how many times does it run? 13 times. <laughs> and I can edit the trigger or disable it or enable it or what have you. Yeah, right now yeah, it's disabled. The, yeah, the UI is, is subject to change. So don't, so don't be, uh, what do you call it? Don't, don't get accustomed uh, to the UI. I think this could be done a little bit better. But yeah, let us know what you folks think. You can uh, drop us a, a note in the, uh, I think, the help IO. Help with IO, Adafruit IO, right here, this channel. You can go there and uh, let us know what you think. Sweet. Yeah, thank you for uh, for all the folks who have been beta testing it. It means a lot. All right, any more IO stuff we can talk about? I think that's pretty much it. It's super easy to set up. Uh, as the name implies, it snaps together all of your components to make it easy to make your device internet connected. 
Yeah, it's pretty similar installation for all the various hardware, but we made we made sure that yeah, one, the it's only all difference, documented. Yeah, the only different one is going to be I think the 8266. Um, there okay. is an ESP tool that um, Melissa worked on that makes it very easy to flash the firmware that is required on there. Are you talking so, about the 32 or the 82? Oh, maybe it's the 32. Yeah, because the 80 the 82 is not supported yet. Yeah, I think it is the 32 then. <laughs> yeah, the 32 one tells you how to install the web serial plugin yes. for Chrome that walks you through that so that it can do it over over your USB connection. So there you go. It walks you through all that. Setting up your I.O. credentials, mm -hmm. your uh, Wi-Fi password and all that. Yeah, lovely gifts to get you um, mm -hmm. to make sure that you're seeing all the motion. Uh, but yeah, that's installing your various hardware. Okay, and then the overview will just walk you through kind of what we did, but more thorough. <laughs> so your device list, your device page, the components, and uh, any a little bit of a FAQ here. Blinking an LED is always a good one to start with. Um, since you have that on board, you can start playing around with all the sensors that are on mm -hmm. board the hardware, like the uh, Funhouse. Chris Henning is asking for the Pi Portal, is there gonna be screen support? And button support, yep, coming. No ETA on that. No ETA. They're still getting all of the uh, base level um, yeah. support given the, the, in there. The next thing I, I suppose will be the stem QT boards. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the display would be super cool. But that's going to be a lot of work. So give us a lot of time. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. So that's very cool. And then uh, troubleshooting. I guess there's a page dedicated for some FAQ style stuff. Some of the status LEDs on the boards. You get your nice flow chart. For the boot sequence. Um, and then you can always uh, create and post up a topic in the whippersnapper form. And that's where uh, the support team will be uh, looking for support or for things to support. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. And you have some extra details like how many data points can you have per minute? That sort of stuff with your free account. So um, you get a feed limit because uh, it costs money to maintain a server, but you do have enough data points and at least two boards that you can play with. So that's pretty cool. And it just doesn't support Adafruit hardware, it'll support uh, community hardware as well. Yes. Yeah. So that is a quick look at the Whippersnapper. Go through the notes here, make sure you got the links in. All right, cool, yeah, check it out. I'm sure you have one of the supported boards probably laying around. Just waiting. All right, let's go ahead and move on over to what are we prototyping? Okay, well, new prototyping. So this week we have a couple of fun projects, all audio reactive. So this is a project that we'll have for next week. It's a collab project with Liz Clark. She put together the code for this one. Let's go ahead and plug it in. This is the IS31FL3741 LED driver matrix. So. Oh no, we've broken our camera. What happened? <clears throat> Peter, please stall while I fix the camera. Oh yeah, so this is a super cool uh, visualizer. I think one of the coolest places we've seen it is in that mask that uh, has the waveform on the air for, I think it was Lady Gaga who was using it. Super cool, inspired oh, us to uh, get that little visualization demo running. And this looks super cool. I'm so sorry, folks. We can't get it to work. <laughs> Check it out. So, so uh, as we talk, you go, hello, yeah. one, one, one. So this is, this is using the Microlab uh, library and the IS31FL3741 
Um, boy, there you go. So uh, it's using the feather sense, the PDM microphone input. So it's taking that data and translating it into some lovely uh, LED um, LEDs or LED up. animation based <laughs> on the uh, based on the levels yeah. levels of the sound sensitivity. Yeah, so really sweet little matrix, and it's got you know the feather Very has built-in um, PDM has an accelerometer and some some I believe a temperature sensor, but yeah, we're using the uh, the PDM microphone that's on board the feather. Like a little mounting yeah, for thanks. the boards yeah. on the back. Super okay. cool. Yeah, we got this little mounting plate and uh, just uh, four wired connections because you can connect to it via I2C, I2C. Now you have access to uh, your reset button here yeah, yep. with uh, the built-in little button in there. All right, awesome you have design. this little hole there for the PDM mic so you can hear it. Super cool. Oh boy, I'm really bummed about the overhead. It just stopped working out of nowhere. <laughs> but yeah. Yep. Yeah, shout out Liz, another awesome project. Great, good comment, Breeze. All right, so that's what we're working on. Um, it'll be a project for next week, so be on the lookout for that. It's a nice, kind of easy project. Uh, just a couple of you know wires to solder up, but for the most part, it's it's pretty straightforward. Oh boy! And then of course we have the uh, STLs available too, or the 3MFs that we're using now for uh, modeling your own design for this board. <laughs> Thank you. Check all this Great. out. Yeah. So this is a good plug for the Adafruit CAD parts repository on GitHub. You can download 3D models of all of the Adafruit parts by checking out that GitHub repo. We'll drop a link in the in the chats but you can download uh, the 3D model in various formats such as STL, 3MF, STEP, and Fusion 360. So you can get these one-to-one -one accurate models, use them in your designs, and make some stellar cases, enclosures, props, what have you. So check those out. I hope you enjoy them. Yeah, so that is the Adafruit CAD parts repo on GitHub. Check it out. Favorite the... Uh that repo so you can get notified every time, I every week, stuff, yeah. there is a new uh, part uploaded. Yeah, cool. Thank you for the links. Let's see if I can get it all over here. Sweet. All right, got some more <laughs> prototypes. Yeah, we do. I can't get over that. Yeah, so um, <laughs> on the prop front, uh, we started making another uh, prop maker based project so this right here is what we're working on. It's a 3D printed prop. It's basically the baton from the TVA uh, from the Loki series on Disney Plus. So this is a pruner. Pruner. I'm not sure what the name is, but it has sounds. It uses the prop maker and the Feather M4. Um, we have this very fun light up diffuser piece that's all 3D printed. On the inside here, we have a, a NeoPixel jewel. So it's got seven NeoPixels. It's running CircuitPython code. The prop maker, Featherwing, has a built-in accelerometer. So it can detect wow. and play some sound effects when uh, you hit it or shake it. Um, yeah, and it's using the LED animation library so that it can pulsate um, these NeoPixels. So this little piece here screws on top of this like that. And most of the assembly here is all a screw fit. Um, at the bottom here, this is typically where you want to uh, where you want to keep your 
<laughs> keep your, your microcontroller. I can pull it out here. You can kind of see there. So I have access to the USB port. And uh, with most props, I, I tend to make like a little retainer bit for the feather board. Um, so yeah, that is the project that we are working on. Gotta make those wires a little bit tighter, but yeah. You might remember these sound effects are from another prop, uh, probably a few years ago now. I'm gonna turn it off now. <laughs> uh, the Keyblade, I believe, is where those sound effects are for, so I might change those out for something that sounds a little bit more like the TV show. But yeah, it's a fun NeoPixel prop maker project. It's basically a lightsaber in a different skin, right? So yeah, there's some fun um, projects you can make with the prop maker Featherwing, which was one of the uh, product picks of the week from JP a couple weeks ago. And that was on sale for 50% off. So if you got a prop maker and you're looking for some props, maybe you want to make this light stick. <laughs> we'll call it a light stick. Pruner. A pruner. The Loki light stick. I know. I think for the video, we got to go uh, to Disney because everybody's always dressed up as Loki and just go around and start poking all of the Lokis, see if they disappear. Don't do that. <laughs> I'll dress up for you. Uh, the cosplayers are usually in, uh, you know, ready to cosplay, which yeah. is why they're dressed up in their cosplay. Don't poke people <laughs> without their permission. Not physically. Okay. At a distance. Okay. Oh, this so really is cool still one. broken. <laughs> so one of the other things you're uh, right. prototyping is these super cool You might LED remember these glasses. from last week. So these are the LED Adafruit glasses. They might be called the eye lights. Last week we had the the Feather RP2040. This week we have the Feather Sense because it has a built-in microphone, built-in accelerometer. Let's go ahead and plug it in. So I have this, it's a micro USB, micro USB, B, micro B connectors. So I'm struggling to connect it. There you go, plugged it in. We, we don't have a Stemma connector on there so we have to solder these wires uh, to the, uh, SDA and SCL, three volts and ground, but hey, take a look at that. This is some audio visualizer so cool. code. This is from Phil B, Paint Your Dragon. It's using the Microlab library as well um, with a little bit of fine details like these little white LEDs that kind of sparkle up there. But you got a bit of a ring going on and it's pretty responsive. Uh, so this is one of the many fun demos that uh, you'll be able to run on your LED glasses. And if you follow us on the socials, you can see uh, Phil B posted up uh, one of the other, like the sand demo, but for the ring. So as you're moving around, it'll uh, mm -hmm. track which way the uh, ring will uh, move around. Right-ho. Yeah, so uh, this this frame is all 3D printed without supports. It's gonna work with any feather. Last week it was the Feather RP40. This week, Feather Sense. Just gotta solder these, uh, these wires here. One of the tips here, you might want to put some uh, standoffs in between the 3D print and your PCB. Just so you have a little bit of elevation because when you have um, some, some wires that are soldered, you might uh, poke the bottom a little bit. So that's why I have these little extra uh, hex nuts that kind of elevate it ever so slightly away from the 3D print. But yeah, that is the Feather Sense. Built-in accelerometer, built-in PDM mic. And this is the Wolf Silkscreen. <laughs> People wanting the glasses. Yes, there are more being produced as we speak. 
Yes. And then Tiger Bite Sena. Can there be like a uh, exchange so you can trade duplicates of orders between people? Yeah, <laughs> you'll have to exchange those through the community at your own risk. Yeah. <laughs> but we uh, probably won't do that. Hello. I was going to clap to get yeah. it to go. Ow! <laughs> My ears. Yes, yeah, we're cool. Coming soon. Coming soon. This code is available right now. Would you like to drop the link? I mean, I mean like in stock soon. Okay, the in hardware stock. itself will be in stock soon, yeah. These fit over my glasses quite well. I was afraid they wouldn't, but yeah, they fit fine. And if you look at the product uh, page, the video on there um, shows you the type of glasses that Lamar used. Uh, just off the shelf ones you can purchase at most costume stores so they can go on to mm. your uh, any existing right, frames if you have a 3D with yeah, some sure. uh, zip ties. So. Not required, but super cool to be able to customize them to your face. Cool. Well said. But I yeah, hope. the code is uh, on GitHub. for uh, It's it's a part of the examples uh, folder of the IS31FL3741 library for CircuitPython. Let's get on the links. I think I got Sorry. all these. 3741, yes, yes. <laughs> IS31, FL3741. We can just sing that all day. <laughs> I stop at uh, ISFL, that's all. No, <laughs> IS31FL3741. <laughs> kind of feel like uh, Dory when she uh, uh, <laughs> Wallaby Way or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure, sure would Wallaby Way. Anyway, enough. Yeah, so Squid was saying, yeah, it's good to hear as a fellow glasses wearer. Yeah, uh, Lamar demonstrates it. Uh, she puts it on over her existing right. glasses, yeah. so they do uh, fit over just a bigger frame that would be bigger than your glasses, and mm -hmm. they should go on quite nicely. And then there's all those additions you can add, like uh, adding some pads on the nose or uh, modeling those in NinjaFlex, so you can have those uh, elastic uh, on your face as well. All right, that's what we're prototyping. If you get yourself uh, these glasses, definitely check out the library, the example code for the IS31FL3741. <laughs> I need more coffee. All right. Sorry, I was checking to see the, that's what uh, we're prototyping. what's in stock. Not yet, but keep that page open and maybe later today. All right, moving on to Shop Talk. Shop Talk, our camera's broke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Wirecast. All right, so I it's that time it's of the Wirecast, year. Yeah. yeah, it's that time of the year again where all the devices get updated, and this year's no different. We do a lot of app development here at Adafruit. There's a really cool one that's coming up. Can't wait to talk about it. I think uh, Scott and I'm Trevor have previewed it during the show and tell. But they're just super simple. They are a um, cases for the new iPhone 13 Pro and the iPhone 13 Mini. So just like many years before, if you look at our Thingiverse profile, it goes all the way back to I think like uh, the X and the the uh, was it the ones before the X. There's a ton of them, like the S5s. So updated case design using NinjaFlex, all of the Elastomers, and like we were saying before, it's for the Pro. 13 and then the Pro Mini as well. So we got a couple of different designs that we're able to do on there because of the MagSafe battery. Uh, I did some cutouts so that the battery would fit on there to give you the most uh, magnetic grip. 
Make sure that that is uh, close up against the back there. So super easy to uh, print out. Uh, one of the tests that I was doing with these was actually doing the prints all on the Bowden extruders and it worked pretty good. This is the AT5A Sure Hardness. So it's super stretchy. It's got the TPE elastic Let's drop. Oh my God. I, can, I can't help you. I'm sorry. Can't say it. <laughs> I can it's help it's like a rubber band. <laughs> and then uh, one of the other things that we added as well is because all of the phones now have such a big uh, sensor, uh, the camera bumps are pretty big. So we have all of the um, lens frames on all of these. So, so I have one for the pro as well. So you can lay this down flat without scratching the lens. And then we also have them, um, uh, so we got one from my mom too, and she was like, I don't like the open case. So of course we made one that That's has the closed. That's not what she sounds like. <laughs> and uh, so we have a little cutaway here so that it's actually thinner on the back. So you, the, um, the MagSafe battery can have more of a better grip uh, to the back there. So you can choose uh, whichever design that you want to do. And then you can um, adhere the little lens frame on the back. And then of course have fun with your colors. So I got the blue one here and with a blue framing on it. And all of these uh, exported as 3MF, so you can check those out. Also expo exported the uh, STLs too. So you can have fun with all the different colors. And man, I just can't get over how good the uh, printing on all these came out with a Bowden. How clean that looks. That is very cool. clean for Ninja Flex. Yeah. Shout out. And again, this is not the 95A. This is 85A. This is like super soft and indestructible, which is why I didn't even bother making the PLA ones. Every time we would drop it, it would immediately break. These are like pretty indestructible. And uh, one of the things that we're showcasing here are some of the Ninja Flex colors that we have in the shop. So we have this very lovely orange lava, I think is what they call it. Let me put the link in there. I'm gonna show these off as I put the link into the chats for the Ninja Flex colors. Or the category for this. Yeah, a quick way, you could just use the search box on the top of the site, type in Ninja Flex and you'll get the whole list of them. I was gonna type in the yeah. category name, or the mm. category link mm -hmm. for that. Yeah, because there's all sorts of different colors. It's a really good price point, $29.95 for a whole kilogram spool, or half a kilogram rather. Um, they're, they're typically $50 to $60 anywhere else. And what's so cool about this is that they last quite a while. So I think we got these back, oh my god, like eight years ago, some of these spools. That's how long we've been carrying this, that Adafruit. And um, they still worked perfect. Uh, one of the sad things, though, is that some of the colors, they don't even make anymore. That's like the true. purple, the sky blue. Oh, so bummed out that. I'm literally like on my last spool of that color that doesn't exist anymore. Only three spools left of the lava. Yeah, it's so orange. Uh, yeah, orange. it's this really beautiful orange, yeah, which looks really contrasty against like the blue mini. So nice. And then of course the red. Do we have any oh, red? Oh, this one is 49.95. What happened to the price? Oops. That's interesting. It's pretty color. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. Double, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they're like 50 bucks on uh, Amazon. Huh. Why would that one be? Oh, is it the um, the spool? Is one, oh, do you one think point, one's, point five, they're all one point .5? Let me go back to uh, 5.5. 5. 
Yeah, there's the sky blue. Oh, and discontinue, the discontinue. Oh. Discontinue. I wonder if we have some oh, we of those gold? stashed oh my gosh. Yeah, we still so have the many. gold. Oh, my favorite green. I know, we had like every color. <laughs> Here it is, yeah, for some reason it's uh, 50 bucks. I guess because we only have three in stock. <laughs> I don't know. Stewart's is, uh, is asking, what printer did we use to print the cases? It was the CR10 uh, V2 and the V3, the direct drive. Those are real nice uh, cruelty printers. Yeah. And right, uh, so. I just use the, for the profiles, I just use the V3 uh, Ninja Flex profile for that. And it worked pretty dang good, especially with having like retraction on it. Super surprised that it did not buckle uh, like I'm um, used to seeing on a Bowden extruder. All right, and here is the Thingiverse link. Did you place that in the chat rooms? Oh, no, let me put that in All there right. so you guys can pick I'll these up. I'll just have it here loaded. But yeah, you can pick up the STL3MF Fusion files. They're all here. We just took some of these lovely photos. Let me full screen that. Great job on the photos. It's great. Hey, you can see, you know, see. a little bit of bumps here and stuff, but that's typical with Ninja Flex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the um, I think of the travel. Um, if you turn that the travel um, off, it'll come out even better. But you'll have a bunch of uh, cleanup to do on the, the little Veronoi uh, parts. Cool. And here is a photo with the, the MagSafe battery from Apple. Yeah, it's like the cutaway for the MagSafe. Or I really like these um, MagSafe uh, pop sockets because it gives you like a little tripod and an easier way to grab the uh, phone. Hmm, that's and, cool. A, a nice opening ah. for uh, any MagSafe accessory. Yeah, yeah. So they have like tripods and like stabilizers for it, and that's a good way to attach it. And it's super strong, so I uh, wanted to be able to keep that on there. To... So this is a special pop socket with a magnetic plate yeah, with or a MagSafe. metal plate. Yeah, it's got like the MagSafe little so circuit on there. So it just pops off. You can kind of see the ring of magnets all on there. And the indentation. Yeah, I really like. Yeah, very cool. Like the way to nice hold accessory. that up. Did not make one for the uh, iPhone 13 Pro Max this year because I did not get one this year. <laughs> Last year, like I had the the Pro the the Max, and man, that thing is so heavy and big. And the only reason I got it was for the sensor size. But now all of the um, the smaller ones have the exact same sensor. And uh, we were chatting with uh, it was Scott who was saying, yeah, the. He thought that the mini had the exact same uh, case or the battery, I'm sorry, the lens, but no, it is way better after doing some testings at night mm. uh, during like uh, fireworks over at Disney. You can definitely see in the wide angle lens uh, that it's shooting at f2.4, while this one's shooting at f1.6. Wait, what? So, yeah, Holy the moly. wide angle, it's like the, the fisheye. So it is, yeah, it is definitely worth going with the Pro. If, uh, you know, taking a picture of your family is super important, you definitely want to make sure that you have the most, you know, best focus and all of the um, exposure settings and the ISO isn't like completely killing it with all the noise at night. So definitely recommend getting the Pro on that one. But if you want to go along with the little tiny small size, uh, do, uh, oh man, we're still going to use this for like the remote um, for all of the camera setups and like the, the tripods that have like the, the pan and tilt motors on them. Uh, that's what we're using the little Mini 4. All right. Did you post that link? I did. Yeah. All right. Cool. Come check that out. You can download these for free. And of course, the Fusion 360 files are available as well. So you can edit that. 
and uh, I don't know, maybe have uh, some other sort of attachment to the case. Yeah, play around with the layer thickness if you want to make it thicker or thinner or what have you. You always get that cool Vernoy pattern yeah. going on. You could always add your own. Cool. And of course, the uh, other thing too is to look out for that awesome, uh, it's two iPhone apps that uh, the team is working on. Super cool. I don't have a banner for that. I can't show <laughs> I think Maybe Trevor's showing week. it off, showing, uh, sending the, um, by Bluetooth with the app. So you can like send texts or emojis and maybe GIFs uh, after. GIFs or GIFs. GIFs. Yeah, super cool. Hard Gs and soft Gs. <laughs> All right, well that is your iPhone commercial. Thank you so much, Pedro. For well, it's supposed to be an ad for the Ninja Flex <laughs> right. and the iPhone apps. No, you did coming. it. We, yeah, hey. <laughs> There's always an uh, alternative uh -huh. to. There you go, flexible filaments. <laughs> Get your flexible filaments from us, please. Yeah, so that's with Halloween All coming up. Lights. We have some of the glow in the dark, the semi-translucent, and the white is excellent for diffusing LEDs. We got a ton of projects that uh, show that off, like the uh, sewable um, horns. this almond peach smoothie. Yeah, it's actually what I tested everything on because we had delicious. so many uh, of spools of that. That color, you got that price tag. Yep. Okay, okay. You could always buy white and then airbrush it, whatever. You could. You want. Yeah, you definitely this could. It's a great diffusion material, too. Yeah. We've done lots of fun um, diffusion projects. Diffusion? Diffusion-ish projects. Wearables. Yeah, they're all there, cool. all the spiky things. And your face, the starfish on your face. <laughs> yeah. The most comfortable starfish on your face. All right, Ninja Case, says uh. Yanisku. That's pretty much what the most used we use these uh, Ninja Flex for. It's like a case. And Bruce, shout out to Bruce, rocking the refurbished iPhone 6S. Oh yeah. I think we have a 6S design. Yeah, I think it's still. a 5, 5S. Five yeah, we still have it on there. So if you want to try that out, you can still check out one of our old yeah. cases. They're not old, they're just experienced. <laughs> All right, checking out the so that uh, was chat. Talk. Ninja Flex. Yes. iPhones. Paul Cutler is asking about the Sound Reactive code. Yeah, it's gonna let's 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 together go on the journey to GitHub. Oh, so we I'm got some. So go to GitHub slash Adafruit, right? So GitHub dot com slash Adafruit. I'm gonna search for the IS thirty one FL. And there it is, under Adafruit underscore CircuitPython, IS31FL3741. You're going to want to download this guy here using the code button. There's a little download zip link. And this folder here, examples, the one you want. Oh boy, it's not in here. I have, I am so sorry, I have lied to you. So let's go ahead and go to the learn repo because that is where it is. I thought it would be a part of the library, but it's not. Is our audio? Yeah, there's some like crackling. Oh, keep going. Boy. Keep going, keep going. All right, I'm going to keep going. So bear with me. I'm going to go back to the Adafruit GitHub repo. I'm going I'm to type in learn because I think that's the best way to get to it. It's actually a part of the Adafruit. It won't. All right, I just had to change the mic. Sorry about that, folks. I changed the mic. We're over here now. I apologize again. Live I'm stream sorry. shows. Rest in Don't peace recommend doing ears. them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, we just lost everybody. I'm so sorry. I won't sleep tonight. <laughs> so uh, you're going to want to search for iLight. 
in the list of all of the uh, subfolders, there's one called Audio Spectrum, Highlights Audio Spectrum. I'm gonna go ahead and just copy this link and drop it in, uh, where was the chat from? It was in the YouTube. In YouTube? All right. I'll, I'll put it in there. I'll I just will, grab it from I'll there. do it, don't worry, I got it. Thank you um, for be de bearing with us, but there is the link. It is a part of the Adafruit Learn System Guides repo. Is that what it's called? The Adafruit Learn underscore Learning System Guide. And it's called the iLights Audio Spectrum Code. This was added three days ago by Phil B. Shout out Phil B. Yeah. Whew. Sorry about that, that's why we have backups. Yeah, you sure do. If only had backup. Oh, camera. Yeah, this has been busted <laughs> since the morning. It's gonna be the reoccurring uh, yeah. joke there. Oh boy. All right, well, let's end the show um, <laughs> so we can uh, uh, reflect on the mistakes that we have done. <laughs> All right, going over to the community makes, we oh, find yeah. some designs from the community and we 3D print them. This week, it's a practical print from Arturo on, on Twitter, it goes by Arturo182, I believe. Yeah, this is a really cool way to snap the headers so they can fit on feathers. So if you ever uh, buy one of those heathers that are you know pretty long, I think it fits like the 16 pin ones, you can cut them down to size. Here you can see that has this nice little groove, so you can go in there and snap it off. And here I am completely doing it wrong because there is a camera that I have to be wary of. That's this funny. is how video production works. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? The design is so good that it works both ways. How cool is that? And a lot of people were asking about these really cool colored headers that we have in stock. Check these out. These are so cool. We have blue, we have red, we have green, and not just the, the header pins, but we also have like the header, uh, the female headers too. And those come in a couple other colors. So we got like yellow and white to go along with the red and blue. I think blue is my favorite one here. So you don't have to be boring with just the plain old black ones that everybody else has. You can spruce it up spruce up your design and get a nice blue one so super simple to to uh, uh do this guy in here like that and because the camera is facing this way i can actually do use it the correct way and snap it like that oh did i do it I don't oh wait think so, oh man no. this design <laughs> doesn't work when you have to there. hold it <laughs> you have to hold it a certain way well, for it to our, work there you go camera works <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. See it better. right? But here you go. You'd have a nice sized uh, header that's perfect to go on your feather compatible board. Super cool. And I'll post the links to all of the cool um, colored headers that we have available. Because this is the whole reason we do this. So we can show you guys all of the cool components that go along with the design. Cool. Yeah, Super cool. shout out to you for the the free design you can download it off thingiverse i think he also put a fusion file in his twit as his twitter yeah and somebody's already remixed it as well you can check out that design as well okay cool is our audio okay still yeah yeah okay i'm just hearing a minute delay i guess yeah oh so boy cool. so our camera broke our audio broke uh we couldn't demo the thing <laughs> And uh, I think somebody was asking if it works with the headers. I don't think no, so. Yeah, these don't work not. with the headers. Those aren't meant to be snapped. They don't have any perforations. Yeah. 
Uh, if you want to snap those, uh, you know, you can, I guess. Maybe score it or something. All right. There you go. I think the flush cutters will do that. Okay. Okay. So we're cool. Got a couple of other community makes. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. We do. We have two of them. So let's go ahead and pull those out. Um, thank you, everybody, for posting your community makes. It means a lot. Um, this first one, what happens to the, here we go. All right, so let me run through these real quick. All right, this week we have a make of the Mario Boo. This is a planter or a candy dish or whatever you like the stuff inside of it. It's a 3D printed um, planter thing, candy dish, inspired by the, the Moo, the Boo, the Boo from Mario, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Thank you, Sir Willis, for posting this up folks paint it add plants to it or just use it as an overall candy dish another it's idea the festive season so yeah so my son gavin uh dressed up as mario one year for halloween and he just attached a handle on it right. and used it as a yeah, uh, you can put little candy bag right here and a hole right there and then put a little strap there paint it up put some lights in it if you'd like but yeah it's a fun no supports for this print so thank you sir willis for posting up your make and then we have one more here it is prop season. Yes. Right. Is this the little sister? So this is the syringe nice. from Bioshock. This that is looks little good. sister syringe. So uh, Dan Aperture on Thingiverse Very cool. posted up their make. And this looks fantastic. I it's been painted. It's been weathered. It weathering. has some blood stains. Look at that, uh, that pacifier there. <laughs> it has been, um, it's been weathered. That looks so good. It looks so good. This was an interesting prop because Pedro originally printed it in copper yeah, filament, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is uh, from, I forget, ColorFab, I believe, makes this. I think so, ColorFab. It's, it's actual filament that has um, real copper particles in it, and you can sand it and iron it. Iron it? You can, you can let shine it. it. You can brasso it. You can let it um, rust. You can let it rust and actually get rust, it. and it's PLA mixed with actual copper. So that's really cool. Um, that's what Pedro did in his version. But this version, maybe it's different. Like maybe it. it's just PLA with some paint, which looks really great. So excellent. And it actually lights a real LED as well. And that is this week's Community Makes. Thank you, everybody, for Very posting cool. up their Community Makes. Is there any like dis uh, info on their make? I don't believe so. Okay, cool. No, but I put a nice comment. Sweet. Weathering looks really great. Yeah, nice yeah. work. Thank you. I think the other thing we did with ours was uh, uh, the Hasn't bottle been. itself is yeah. a Ninja Flex. This is Paige's wife, Brandy. Hey, Brandy. Yep, she was a little sister. She was a little sister. And then you can see some of the components. Super easy using a coin cell and an LED to illuminate. So, uh, and everything fits inside. The uh, handle actually works as yeah. a on and off Springs. switch. Yeah, it's got a bit of a springy. There's and you can see how the uh, little hand the. The actuator is the uh, yeah. the lever there that pushes really, up really against fun. the button. Oh, you used to use copper tape. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. There's yeah. The, uh, the colors. Super fun project for props. 2015. My goodness. Blow the dust off this while. one. Sorry, folks. <laughs> showing right. our age. They are showing our age. <laughs> yes. I haven't played Bioshock in many years. Fun game. All right. All right. Well, thank you everybody for bearing with us. We apologize again for the issues, but you know what? Live streams are like that. Can you believe we've done three hundred and forty-four of these? Wow. Wow. That's quite a lot. Eight years. <laughs> yeah. Still have uh, all the issues with uh, 
our mics. Not just the mics, but the printers the camera. and what the is cameras. This camera? like, why? <laughs> disconnected and reconnected. What else do you want? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you tonight. I invite you, I implore you to share your projects because live streaming is always working. <laughs> it's every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. This week is going to be hosted by not yours truly, but Mr. Else? and Mrs. Lady Ada. <laughs> so they will be... Um, judging you <laughs> just kidding i need to stop and then shortly after come by show off your awesome project doesn't have to be finished we always love uh watching you uh, as you work on a project to complete it so definitely stop by for that and then right after that whole hour of lamar phil on ask an engineer check out all of the awesome new projects coming out and products as well as behind the scenes and the secret stuff that they're working on for later release don't want to miss that that's right wait that's right <laughs> and then tomorrow we got john park's workshop awesome projects always going on as he radies up for the next ada box so definitely want to tune in get some clues on what's coming up next as long as as well as other cool projects with all the other uh available boards and project products i believe scott will return next week oh yeah 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 i think he's off this friday so uh Check on the previous archives of Deep Dives with Scott. Typically every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific or 5 p.m. Eastern. He'll be back. Thanks, Scott, for holding it up. Um, and then Mon and then Sundays is from the desk of Lady Ada. She streams on Sundays at random hacker hours uh, with great segments such as the the great search with DigiKey. That's right. right, with a lot of the component shortages, she shows you what alternatives are out there and uh, what she thinks on the availability of them. So definitely check that out on how to search for that component you're looking for. Yeah, and submit your requests. Yes, always Every open Every Monday is the CircuitPython meeting. This is where the core devs and the community come together to chat all things CircuitPython. It typically happens on a Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern time, and you can always check in on Eastern. Tuesdays is John's product pick of the week, where you can get up to 50% off on selected picks from JP himself. Bananas. Yeah. So check it out. Every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern or 1 p.m. Pacific. On Wednesdays, we try to do the show our darndest. Sometimes it doesn't work, but hey, we're still here. Eight years running. We do the show every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. That's like 7 a.m. Pacific time, huh? Ooh, that's way too early. Sorry, folks. I'm just falling apart here. All right, and then we're back <laughs> around tonight. Lots of shows. Thank you so much for dealing with us. I have been a person. Pedro. <laughs> Pedro. Make a great day. See you next week. Or later tonight. Bye, folks. Bye, folks. <laughs>